Hey, longtime listeners, this is Shades here to tell you about our sponsor this week. It's you, our longtime listeners. If you would like to actively support this show, you can head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash shades and sketch. We are looking for 10 subscribers to kick in $30 a month so that we can keep this show on the air ad free, free of things that you don't care about and we don't believe in. So once again, that's patreon.com slash shades and sketch. Thank you so much to all of our current patrons. And um, we've got a lot of cool stuff coming to you over on the Patreon very soon. Season two. Now on to this week's episode. Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is Geeking, Geeking Out with Shades and Sketch. Welcome back, longtime listeners. Welcome back, Shades. Welcome back, Sketch. Guys, every time you join us, join us. Uh, in our GoCo in a different corner of the Geeking Out multiverse. Uh, Sketch, where are we this week? Everything's just a little too small for oh, us this Oh, a week. little too small? A little too small. We've been bumping our heads all week trying to make our way around this village. We're not on Dagobah. We're not on Dagobah. We are not in the Shire. We are not in the Shire. We are in the... Nelwyn Village. Nelwyn Village. Enjoying the uh, the... Nelwish, Nelvish delights. Sure, is that the adjective? It might be. It might be. Uh, the festivals and the sure. magic shows. Saw none of that. A, it's been a wonderful experience. Mm, wonderful is it's being kind. And uh, it was. If, it, I give it a C, a if, solid C. If of we're time. in all the, the beds, I've, I've been short sheeted. Yeah. See what I did there? Yes. That's a size joke. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of that long time listeners. I'm a daikini. Yep. I'm a daikini. I'm also a daikini. But here we are in a Nelwyn. Nelwyn-ish village. Oh. That's like a that's like the name of an album like from yeah. the 90s. Nelwyn. Two daikini in a Nelwyn village. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Ryan Reynolds is on Oh, it. yeah, yeah. And, He's uh, got to be. Sometimes Nathan Fillion. He's one of the daikini. We add him in season two. Yep. Yep. Becomes the fan favorite and they cancel the series. Yep. That's just how it works. It is. So, guys, if we're just two daikini hanging out in, in a, a Nelwyn, Nelwyn village, village at the magic show, that must mean we're, we're talking, talking about, about Willow, Willow, a long time listener request. request. Yes. Um, you oh, are welcome. I didn't even, oh, I didn't even mean that, but it is a long time listener. It is a long time And it's listener, also a, a request time. that it's been a long time request. requested. Uh, here it is. So here it is. We finally got to Willow, Emily Ann. Oof. I hope you uh, forgive one of us. <laughs> we, we won't say which one. We, well, you'll figure it out real quick. <laughs> Shades, if we um, if we're talking Willow, do we have a theme song this week? I don't fucking know. Do we? Yeah, I, I think we do. Da 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 da. Sure. Perfect. Wasn't even Willow's theme song. That was uh, that was Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan's Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan's uh, the... village. Mad Mardigan. I mean, uh, theme song. Mad Mardigan sounds like oh, he would be a man. used car salesman in this universe. Mad Mardigan basically was a used car. Come salesman down to Mad Mardigan's. <laughs> I'm the greatest swordsman in the world. And he's like in drag in all his commercials. Oh my god. Yeah. 
Guys, uh, if we're talking Willow, we are going to spoil, spoil obviously, Willow, Willow, which came out in 1988. So I, I was shocked. You when had time. You had time to see it. 88. I thought this was way earlier. Like, yeah. If you asked me to date this, I would say like an 82. Sure. To me, all 80s movies seem so alike. This, this is almost the 90s. Well, this one's going to break my rule I was for shocked. 80s movies. We'll get there. We'll get there. Because <laughs> um, it's in the 90s? We'll get there. So what should we start? Should we start with our history with Willow? Oh, uh, sure. Okay. Sketch, why don't you go first? Mine's really easy. Sure. Um, longtime listener, Emily Ann, uh, once she, be, once she started becoming a longtime listener, was like, you have to do Willow. Some You have to do Willow. And I said, what's, what's Willow? <laughs> and uh, I learned, and I was like, I'll totally do Willow. And here sure. we are, two years later, and we did and Willow. You were like, Shades, like, we should do Willow. And I and said. And it took me two years two to get years you to finally, to get to finally do it. Um, and I watched it. I watched it uh, this past week with my wife. She had seen it. She, and, and. And uh, the fact that uh, our longtime listener Emily Ann and my wife both very fond Oof. of it, I have nothing. To I have say. thoughts. No, no, no. I have thoughts. It, it. <laughs> a, a, like, sketch. What do you think? A, fucking hated it. A rave Quote, came sketch. out That's of what this. He said. Um, I are we, are we talking about my first impressions? Yeah. Okay. I I found it to be. I I, I didn't love it. I, I I was very neutral on it because I can't even say I liked it, but I also wasn't off put by it or disliked it. It it felt to me very middle of the road for the most part. I I had a good enough time following it along, but I wasn't like, wow, that was Willow. What have I been missing? missing. Um, so um, I'm I God, but I, I have I definitely oof. I mean a lot of time listeners you might be picking up on the subtle hints here, but. Shades and I have very differing opinions on this. Uh, this I don't know if that's true. Oh, I feel like you have a strong opinion on Willow, and I have no almost, almost no opinion. No opinion. On. Yeah, I I don't want to step on your histories. That's it. That's then it. I came here to the Goko. I um guys, this was a tough one. Uh, it took me days to watch this movie. It put me to sleep twice. It's a long movie. It's two hours. It's solid two it's hours. It's a solid two hours. It's two hours. It's actually two hours and fourteen minutes. Oh, you must have watched one. I didn't. I, I saw a two-hour version on Disney Plus. Wow, my version was two hours and fourteen minutes. Oh, man. Um, and that's like with what? credits I and what I previews. Val Kilmer and Drag. Val Kilmer and Drag. Yeah, I saw that. Saw uh, that. Hoth not Hoth. Hoth not Hoth. Yeah. Shire Hoth. not Shire. Shire not Shire. Castle Grayskull, not oh, Castle yeah. Grayskull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Camelot, not Camelot. Yeah. Two-headed. Yeah, two-headed beast. We'll beast get there. Out of uh, I just kept calling flying monkey, beast. not flying monkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? The, like the not flying into, monkey turned into the beast. The wand turned him into it when he died. Like or something, something like that. fell on him. Yeah. yeah. Acid of we'll some kind. We'll get there. We'll definitely get and there. And he fell into the water. And so I, saw, I, I must ah. have seen all the major beats. I saw the version that Disney wanted me to see. Right. It's the one that I saw the version that Amazon wanted me to see. Guys, I paid for this movie. <sighs> um, as you should, as the, as, you as, should, the yes, as a consumer of media, I uh, oof. my history with this. I, War- Warwick Davis doesn't have a huge filmography under his belt, and, and uh, again, oftentimes when I have a strong reaction to a movie such as this, 
I don't fault the cast. Mm-hmm. I don't fault the cast. I think Warwick Davis turned in an excellent performance. Mm-hmm. As did Val Kilmer. Oh my God. Val. As we're, we're did uh, Rizel. Oh, Rizel. Like, it was Rizel Sorsha. Uh no, Rizel is or the, is that the queen? No, Rizel is like the Gwendolyn the Good Rich that starts off life as a crow. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah. You mean great, as a possum? She a possum. starts as yeah, a possum. Yeah, right? po- then she's the, a crow. The great uh, Patricia Hayes. Man, which she, one's that? Uh, Rizel. Oh okay. okay. And then Bav Morda was, was uh the queen. Was the, was the queen? Yeah. Yeah. And man. <laughs> There's just something funny about two old ladies fighting over yeah. a wand. We're gonna, oh man, we're uh, gonna get there. So when did you there. see this first? What? Okay, I have never seen this movie all the way through because mm-hmm. I almost always lose interest in it. Yeah, you could say you have a short attention span. Oh, guys, y- yeah, short um, attention span. I've never seen this all the way through. I've only ever seen it on television. Which, okay. in doing the research. I understand why, uh, and I will share that with you momentarily. But I've never seen it all the way through. I I I will continue to go Mad Mardigan throughout this episode because that's literally all I remembered about this movie mm-hmm. was Warwick Davis talking to Val Kilmer saying Mad Mardigan. He says it a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot and what a terrible character name, Mad Mardigan. Yeah. It's, it's all so. one. It's all one word. It's one word. Yeah, Mad Mardigan. It's not like his name it's is not Mad. Like Mad. Mardigan. It's, it's not an adjective. Mad Mardigan. Mardigan. It's you have to say it all together very quickly. It's Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan. Anybody who meets him calls him Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan. Uh, Eric. Yeah, Eric. He's got a normal name. Has a normal Isn't it crazy? Name. There's a ca- okay. There's a character named <laughs> Mad Mardigan, and his friend that he knows is named <laughs> Eric. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this shit up. No. Like. No one in this universe George Lucas of, of Bav Mortas and Mad Mardigans and um, Eric Sorsha's should there be an Eric. Eric. Yep. And I guess that was like a play on Eric the Red yeah, of yeah, like sure. Arthurian sure, legend yeah. because he did bright red hair. Yeah, yeah. I get where it came from. I but get it was... where it came from, but it made no sense, mm-hmm. especially when we went to Camelot and mm-hmm. they were all frozen in stone. Yeah. Which literally became the premise of... Uh, uh, King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table, which was a great cartoon show on Fox in oh, the early 90s. Neat. neat. Where all of the Knights of the Round Table were frozen in stone. I had a big question about that castle, but I answered it, was it myself on, on uh, just, a, just a, a touch of research. It didn't take me much. What was your question? There was a, I, w- I was like, why is everyone frozen in stone? What's going on here? Because Morgana was, froze them in stone. Yeah, and it was a cut, it was a cut scene. And, and you remember when Remember when there's like a flash in a pan look at like one person frozen in stone? Yes. It's kind of kingly. It's King Arthur. No, no. It was supposed to be Sorsha's father. There was oh. going to be a whole thing. And he he shows up at the end. At the end when everyone's happy and everything, the king is there. Oh. And that was the king that was frozen in stone. And they so cut that there out. There was a whole thing where well, like. that makes sense. That yeah, was... like Sorsha like came to terms with her father. And, well, uh, her, her turn makes all the more sense now. Yeah. So anyway. We'll get, guys, we'll her, get there. her whole character's arc is while under the influence of a, a brownie love potion. Don't even fucking get me started on the brownie. Kevin Pollock, by the way. Yeah, that was Kevin Pollock. Uh, as a brownie. Um, uh, no, she was in love with her. No, she. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and because he Val has shown Kilmer's. her attention, mm-hmm. 
she has a dramatic turn. Because he gives some speech, like, like he lives for her. She is the moon and the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While he is under the influence of a love potion. Yeah. That's her whole character arc. Well, they cut out the, the other part right, of her. Right, which character. now makes so much more sense. Yeah. Is that your whole history? Movie is bonkers. I saw it on TV a bunch of times, and yeah. it's and is literally never interested me. It took me two days to watch this movie, um, and it's it it is just, uh the movie opens on text explain not even exposition, mm-hmm. it not even a crawl, yeah. just text static text on a screen, yeah, and murder, and it's ah. This movie is so slow, mm-hmm. painful. Like I don't understand how. Um, oh God, who directed this? Um, Ron Howard. Ron How. I don't understand how Ron Howard got to make more movies after this. Not because the movie is like terrible. I've seen worse movies. It's mm-hmm. just so long. And slow. Yeah. It, clearly, it's one of his early movies. It has to be. And I, we're, I don't think he's gotten much better, uh, i.e. solo. We're getting... Um, Dangerously close to Ran- Ranson Rage. Yeah, I, I, that's why I'm not weighing in yet. Because we, we still got oh, history to go through. So slow. And the all-important. We have a method. I know. It's just, we got a... We got a, we got a um, this was a painful movie to watch for me. Because I don't, okay. I don't feel like there are any dynamic characters right. in the movie. Well, maybe I I'll, guess Sorsha. Maybe I'll convince you otherwise with some of my raves. I don't think you're going to. Oh, yeah. No, no. I mean, we all know I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm just trying to make um, See, playful here, banter. Here, you know, longtime listeners, uh, you know, you've got one host of the show telling it to you like it is, not pulling any punches, not trying to sweet talk you, not make, trying to convince you that there was some like redeeming experience about this and you get another host of the show doing something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not lying to you here. Long time. Listen, I'm in a, I, I'm in a, I'm in a u- unique position wh- that I haven't been in yet on this show. Yeah. Where, where yeah, no reaction. Well, yeah, I mean, just puzzled. I was like fine with it. But, but the thing is like, I know because <laughs> you haven't exactly kept it secret that you don't like this movie. Right. And I feel the need to defend, it for some of the people I know who like it without having strong feelings for it. And I can see how hard that is for you. Yeah. But don't pull your punches. I'm g- <laughs> but I'm going to do my best to find Okay. It's funny cuz I'm going to like I'm, I I really did, and I really uncovered a rave that after I like it started as like kind of a bit of a joke and then as I like <laughs> Peeled back, I was like, "Oh shit, this is a legit rave." Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna I have legit rave. Yeah, I'm gonna get. Do we start with history or scores? We start with history. History. Okay, this <clears> is only episode like sixty. Uh, yeah, something like that. Something like that. Two years. I should have this down. Nah. All right, George Lucas, one of our tri- conceived the idea for this film in 1972, mm-hmm. and sat on it. Until 1985, mm-hmm. originally titled Munchkins. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, it follows the hero's journey much in the same vein as Star Wars. Yep. During the production of Return of the Jedi in 1982, Lucas approached Warwick Davis, Wicket, 
about playing the will about playing Willow Offgood. Five years passed, uh, and and Warwick Davis thought Lucas was just pulling his chain. Uh, and Lucas says the reason he sat on it for another five years is that the technology simply did not exist to cr- create the effects. <laughs> to which I say, what fucking effects? Whoa! Pew, 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 Those are shots being fired. Pew, pew, Okay. Um, and I, I will agree I with you that know there, there which are... effect he's talking about, which but one? the movie did not hinge on it. It's it's Rizel's morphing technology. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That and worked well. It worked incredibly well. And it was well. used for a long time afterwards it, too. Yes, it influenced a lot of movies, and it was used in some most most famously uh, Terminator Two. That was the only. Yeah, that was the only effect that. There was basically the only effect. Yeah, I mean there was there was minor special uh, yeah. effects like making the brownies and making the um the stop motion beast and but, stuff. I mean, but the, those things the had all been done before. Were, yeah, they had all been done before. Yeah. So the only effect that he could be talking about is the morphing technology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um And you're right, it wasn't integral. It, it was not integral to the plot. So I don't buy the the technology did not exist to make the movie. But that's what that's what Lucas says. Um, in that time, Lucas approached Ron Howard during the post-production phase of Cocoon to direct the movie. Howard desperately wanted to direct a fantasy, and Lucas felt they shared a, quote, similar symbiotic relationship to the one that he had with Steven Spielberg, unquote. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. How- Ron Howard brought on Bob Dolman to write the movie, and if you don't know the name Bob Dolan, Dolman, that's okay. He ran for president in the 90s. Uh, yes, right? that was him. No, Bob Dolan wrote WKRP in Cincinnati, which is a legendary sitcom of the late 70s, early 80s. Okay. And was uh, an inspiration for um, uh, 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 news radio. Okay. News radio, you know. And does, yeah, I know news radio. And Phil does, Hartman. Does John, Willow yeah. take place in the same universe? No. Oh, oh, which, okay. Which, to I say, what? if Like, this not known for fantasy, WKRP mm-hmm. in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, ma- basically like the Aaron Sorkin of his day. Sure. Not known as a fantasy writer. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, yeah. That was the reference there. Principal photography began in April of 1987 and wrapped in October of 1987. And the movie premiered May 20th, 1988. Oh, you know, oh shit, I forgot to do it in Rise of Skywalker. But sketch, how much do you think mm-hmm. this movie cost? Cost to make. Oh, I hate these. I like I honest to God hate these. I noticed All right. you didn't remind me in yeah. Rise of Skywalker. I noticed you didn't do it, and I <laughs> I just enjoyed that. Um, $40 million. That was a sketch. You're getting good at this. $35 million. Hey, how that much? might be my closest yet. It, it actually is, yeah. Uh, grossed how much? Uh, its original run? Uh, $65 million. <laughs> Close again. $110 million. Okay. I'll give it to you. Produced by MGM which was in bankruptcy at the time, Yeah, they agreed sign. to put up the money. Uh-huh. But at a significant and unconventional arrangement, Ooh. they 
came to an agreement with George Lucas yeah. that MGM would retain the theatrical and TV rights to the movie. Okay. Lucas would get home video and pay TV rights. Oh, interesting. So the only way that anybody makes any movie money on this movie mm -hmm. is through home video sales yeah. and whatever it airs on television. Yeah. And the only time I ever saw this movie was on, was on television. Uh, between 1990... <laughs> this is like a crazy statistic that I read. And... Um, the uh, I I can't confirm it's true, but this is what I found. That's never stopped uh, you before. Lucas, Lucas immediately sold the home video rights to RCA Columbia for $15 million uh, because it was not the blockbuster that it was expected to be. Between 1990 and 1996, this movie was always on TV. I only ever saw it on TV late at night mm -hmm. or whenever we would get the Disney Channel or HBO free weekends. Mm. And then this thing, like, it was all, whenever we got Disney Channel, whenever we got HBO, like, with call in this number at the bottom of the screen to, like, start your subscription, mm -hmm. it was either Ghostbusters 2 mm -hmm. or Willow. Mm. And they were always, always, always on. And that's the only way anybody made money off of this film. Wow. I can't believe I never saw it. Didn't even know about it. Most of these things I've known about just didn't see it. This that is one I, bonkers I, to me. I didn't even know about it. What, do you want to hear, hear my synopsis? Sure. Willow. Willow. It's basically Lord of the Rings, only instead of a ring, it's a baby. Mm -hmm. And instead of destroying it, they're protecting it. Mm -hmm. Lucas likes to tell stories where the little guy takes on the power. And in Willow, he literally puts this metaphor to practice. Mm -hmm. Not my words, ladies and gentlemen. George Lucas's. Yeah. No, I can't. Uh, I can't fault any of that. Um, it is. It's just a hero's journey for a. What is he? A Nelwyn? 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 For a little Nelwyn? He's a Hobbit. He's a Peck. Day. He's a. Don't. Peck. Don't you say it. I love it. I honestly, I really do love don't it. Don't call him a Peck. When when, fiction. Comes up with their own <laughs> their own their own derogative words slurs. like. I don't know. They make me chuckle because, you know, there was like a like a, a meeting of people who were like, what sounds bad and isn't really so we can say it. <laughs> but like, but you just know. Oh, peck. man. You, it's another peck. <sighs> to be fair, the Nelwins really did not have a high uh, opinion of the Daikini. Uh, Daikini, no. Everyone. No one liked anyone. No. No one liked anyone, uh, including you. So, all important <laughs> internet scores, or is there... Yeah, four? all important internet scores. Um, IMDb gives Willow a 7.3. No. Oh. Rotten Tomatoes critic score, a 50. Mm. Fan score, 79. Mm. 89% of Google reviewers love this movie. They are so positive. I gave it... Wait. I want to guess. Okay. I'm going to say you're somewhere in the 40s. Wow. I didn't give it that low. Based on all the text I'm getting from you, I am shocked you didn't go lower than whatever you did if I'm guessing in the 40s. All right, uh, what'd you I, give it? I gave it a 60. Wow. Which is lower than Civil War and... Not by much. And Last Jedi. Okay. Okay. I gave it a 60. All right. Sketch. What's your Willow score? I gave it a 78. Wow. High 70s. 
Okay. You know, it automatically has to be in the 80s because that's where I start. Right. Because it's came an 80s movie. Points. And then I came down two points. And um, for me to just generalize my, my it's because I didn't, didn't feel much. I didn't connect with it. I might have felt differently if I grew up with it. I don't, I don't know. I, I know people, I know this movie is beloved to people. It is. And I, I wish I understood it. Like, I just don't. When it's we... not like a never-ending story. There's like something. <laughs> there is something masters of the universe about this movie. Uh, it's gonna pepper into my rants and my raves. So let's let's let's. Boy, I'm kind of right in there with like a lot of the scores, like with the 70s and the yeah. 70s. Hmm. And I'm right between the Rotten Tomatoes um, fan score and critics. What'd you score. give Goonies? I don't remember what you gave Goonies. Did you give Goonies lower? Not, not high. This yeah. felt like a Chris Columbus script. No, to me. it did. It felt very. There Go- were yeah. aspects of it that felt very Goonies. Very Goonies. Very Masters of the Universe. Goonies. Very though, Last Starfighter. There was there was more in Goonies that I was like uncomfortable with. Yes. Than this movie. Oh yeah, like this. My my issues with this movie stem from bad editing mm-hmm. and bad construction mm-hmm. of the it, the pacing is terrible. Pacing is very bad. The pacing is just. God awful terrible. Yep. yep. That's in there. That's in my rants. It, don't worry, it's there. Should we just get into rants and raves? Sure thing, you damn peck. You know, if you don't have anything nice to say. Peck's a nice word. No, it is not. It doesn't say. It doesn't even sound nice. No. Uh I mean, but good on him because like, listen, we hear it and we're like, that you shouldn't say that. You should not say There's that. There's no reason. It's a made up word. But so good on him for it come for they nailed it. Bullseye. You guys got it. Good job, Lucas. Can I read you my second note? Sure. Is Ron Howard a good director? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Just like I don't know actors, I really don't know directors. <laughs> he directed Solo. Yeah, no, I know. But that 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 had a whole lot of other issues it's for directorially. Um, I don't know. Didn't he do? Oh, he did The Grinch, right? He did Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Another movie that like I feel like I spent a week watching. Yeah. You have like Benjamin Button disease, but for movie watching. <laughs> you just keep pausing and are like, there's more time left than there was 20 oh, minutes ago. Wait, 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 this is a great one. The castle sweet sequence is great, and Sorsha's turn, though ridiculous, is at least well laid out. But then I checked to see how long was left of the movie, and I was only an hour 35. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, that castle scene like should the, have been the end of the movie. The abandoned castle scene, I thought that was, that was, it. was the most the climax. That, yeah. yeah, that was the most effective. Yeah, uh, like the like the the most competent scene of the movie, right? With the action and the beast, and, and then it, it was put that was put that together was well. Put together well. That was legitimately put together. And well. And then there was still there's still a good forty chunk of minutes off. left of the movie. She still had to beat the evil queen. My, and, um, and my next note is just Aah! yeah, yeah. How do you spell that? Uh, lots of U's, a couple G's, and an H. All right. U's, a couple G's, and an H. You pick. <laughs> All right. Um, let's let's get a drink. Long time listeners, it makes for great audio, but you just, you can't see the disdain in Sketch's face I'm when just, he says that. I'll start calling people pecks in real life. Oh my goodness! They're gonna be like, I don't know what, what? that means, listen, but I think I should listen, be offended. We have a clear dynamic on this show. 
I'm the offensive one that yeah, nobody likes. That's true. And you're I gotta be the, the comic one. relief that people find endearing. Okay. Don't mess with success. You know what is, dare I say, clever in this movie, though? <laughs> is that... Okay. You keep trying to put positive spins on this, but if you actually listen to what sketches, dare I say clever. No, like... Not you know it was clever. Dare I call dare this I clever. Cle so it focuses on Willow, who's... Uh, 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 I'll never remember his race name. Nell Nellwyn. Uh, and I was the one that looked it up, too. And I just I'll remember it because that's who they that. are. So he's a Nellwyn, and the Nellwyn are like the classic little people in these fantasy. Yes. Stories. But then you meet a whole new race that's even the smaller. <laughs> and like, I hated smaller, the brownies. Oh my I God. I hated they the were brownies. The worst. But it was funny. No, and it was charming. That, though, like, when, when they did the camera angles where like Willow is towering over these brownies, that's a sure. nice little turn on the head of, of the classic, uh, the, the kind of classic imagery where you're always looking down on these, on these characters, the hobbits. And it the was just another character Nelwins. to look down on. No, they were horrible. They were. Honestly. And basically covered in shit. And, and, well, that's what they called brownies. And also. Yeah, did you pick up on that? Now let's, let's, let's bring it back. They're to, brownies because they're covered in shit. Let's bring it back to Peck. Oh. Isn't it, isn't it so much better that they call them Pecks because the, the other word they come up with is brownies. And that's like a horrible, <laughs> that's already bad. <laughs> Like, Lucas, what are you doing? Come up with a different name for these things. Uh, sketch preface this by dare I say clever. Oh, the scenes, and, the scenes where like it's Gulliver's cinema, Travels yes, and it's, sure. it's all the little creatures. However, they are introduced in the same frame as a naked glowing fairy. Oh, was she naked? Yes, it's oh. so wrong. Yeah, well, I, the whole she's thing like, is so wrong. She's like the fairy of the forest, and they're like the. I guess like the forest creatures. And then Kevin Pollock falls in love with a cat. Yeah, because he has the dust. He has the, the, the dust. love potion yeah, dust. Yeah, the dust makes him just jones after that cat. Yep. It makes you fall in love with the first thing you see. Yeah. Yeah. Cat, sword. Whatever. War maiden. Whatever. Yeah. Doorpost. Um, Chicken. Yeah. And then, yeah, the first time a brownie shows up is like on the back of a on the hawk back of a hawk carrying a baby. Yes. Oh, that was one of my notes. I don't have my notebook here can with a, me, but can one a of hawk my hawk carry a baby. Oh yeah, I've seen it many a time. Lost. We know many that swallows can carry African swallows can carry coconuts. W one of my notes was this movie should be called <laughs> Child Endangerment the movie because that baby, <laughs> holy shit, should not have survived. Holy uh, shit, this entire ordeal. But he did. She did. What's the baby's name? Uh, Alora. Alora. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's get into an, let's get into an actual rape because that was and not an actual Princess rape. Princess Alora and Bav Morda. Like and and there is a character named Eric. And there's Eric too. Fucking Eric. Eric but useless. Eric fell died like at the castle? Yeah. The, no, 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 at the in the, the final not final Castle Grayskull. He died. Yeah, he, he died, died in the final did he die in the final final? Yeah, battle? he did, because then Mad Morgan takes his sword. Yeah, 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 and, and kills the, the guy with well, the Well, then the, the prop skull. breaks, and he has to find another sword. Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> yeah. Because he, like... <laughs> the prop broke. He stabbed the, um... <laughs> I forget the guy's name. There's, like, a commander. He had, like, a skull mask skull on. Mask, yeah. And, and, like, he skewered that guy, like, three times with yeah. weapons. Yeah, Uh Kept going. That was pretty cool. Then he killed him somehow. It's like the weapons weren't killing him. 
Then he did something. I don't remember that well. Cut um, off his head. Get trapped I under don't a door. If he cut off his head. Guys, it remember. took me days to watch this movie. It keeps getting longer. It does. Last time it was two days. Well, now it's, that's days. Well, two days is plural days. Yeah. Yeah. Technically. Days. Yes. Um, let's start with the rave. like a week. Let's start, start with, with the raves. Rave. Okay. You, I probably have more than you, so I'll start. Sure. Um, uh, you'll probably take that one. Uh, oh, here's a nice simple one. I was delightfully, delightfully surprised, and and I legit liked it that the big callback in the movie, Willow's oh. big moment, oh god, was uh, the disappearing pig trick. Check, check off disappearing pig. I, is my note. I thought that was so like darling. That was so. It was like Chekhov's disappearing yeah, pig. Like you you expect that, all right, this is gonna be Will's big moment. Yep. He's finally gonna pull off some magic. And uh instead it's I would have never thought that was gonna be the thing that came back. Disappearing pig. And the fact that and I wasn't mad that it came back. I was well, like was great. I was charmed. Yeah. I was oh, Willow, you're using your noggin. That's great. And the 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 queen lost it. Oh yeah. The queen had never seen sleight of hand nope. magic before. No, and she, she only just, knows real yeah, magic. Yeah, and she. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he, but he really sold it too because he was he like did. goodbye, yeah. Laura. Yeah. Like, oh, and he really said goodbye and everything, and then. Yeah. But to which I say, I, I'll just counterpoint. She was going to do the same thing. Yeah, so she should have been fine with him Who doing it. Who gives a shit yeah. of, like, what dimension the kid is banished to? It whether was, it's your... Like, she it should have been overjoyed. Like, it's almost like she she it was more terrified no by his power. Sense. Like, she thought she was the all, but he was able to do something she, that she couldn't do. <laughs> Sleight of hand, Chekhov's yeah. disappearing pig. She loses her fucking mind. Yeah. Like, dumbfounded and oh, yeah. stumbles into her own potion and... Yeah dissolves into mist? Well, yeah, I think because... What well, the fuck? I, think, I know these are raves. I think she set oh, off she by set spilling off things. Own... That's what she was going to do to Alora. Right. So she got transported up into whatever she was going to send the baby to. But that is that the resolve of the movie. The, the, the climax of the movie. Yeah. She turns herself into mist. Yeah, yeah. What In happens a horrible to her? effect. Yeah. It was terrible. It was In a, a movie that had that fucking morphing shit. Yeah, the, the morphing looked good. It was good. impressive. That was yeah, a, a weak effect. Good. Um, yeah, morphing. Yeah, morphing was good. Um, yeah, so that's just like a little rave that I was like, yeah, that that was cute. That that... Chekhov's disappearing pig. Yeah. yeah. Never, at the beginning of the movie, never would have thought, thought that came back. That was, that was come the back thing that way. came back. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did write that down. So good on him. Good on him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll I'll kind of piggyback off of that and say the oh, the story. Good pun. Yeah, the piggyback sto the story and casting. What a great message. Mm -hmm. Um, and we often talk about like diversity in cinema and film. Um, what an opportunity for Warwick Davis, mm. like and 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 similar people like yeah. him. Um, your your greatness isn't dependent on your size or your strength. You you feel for this character because you like Warwick Davis sells it, mm -hmm. and um, and you feel for his struggle because you physically see the inherent hardship, disadvantage, and and injustice in this the circumstance of life. Everything Warwick da Davis does is a just moving is a struggle for him. 
Oh, and, and, and in the movie, they, they in the production of the movie, yes. they pull no punches. Like, he, yep. he is... He's doing all this all stuff. stunts. And he's being... There's like a scene where he gets on horseback. Yeah. And that, like that's, I don't know if he was in a jig or what. It didn't look it. And that cart the chase cart and chase, everything. I mean, he really. Just... He, he committed 120%. He and it's, I mean, it's just like ev everything yeah. is just so hard for him. Yeah. As a person, like forget in the scheme of the movie. Yeah. Um, And, and just what an, what an opportunity and God, I, I wish I wish I had better things to say about the movie as a whole because I I think the message here is important. Mm -hmm. And and I mean I can't I can't think of another movie in which there is a like a leading part mm -hmm. like this. Yeah. For for someone like Warwick Davis. Mm -hmm. Um. I, yeah, I, which is why I'm like, why is Val Kilmer top build? Why is Warwick Val Davis Kilmer top build? The, the number one character in this, right. in this entire uh, And it's, entire I mean, thing. arguably the way the movie unfolds, Warwick Davis isn't the main character, but the movie is named after him. Yeah. Like, he is supposed to be well, the main character. He's, he's our point of view character. We're we're on his yeah. journey with him, and, and everything and we see is because he's seeing it. So. And I, I, I think this, I think the movie, it's like the, the experience of making the movie, the fact that it exists is really special. Mm -hmm. And part of my issue with this movie is that it's not better. Mm -hmm. Because I think that had this movie performed better mm -hmm. and 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 been produced better, mm -hmm. that there would have been more opportunities. Like, okay. what else has Warwick Davis done? I don't know. I don't either. Yeah. Played Wicket in Rise of Skywalker for like mm -hmm. two seconds. Yeah, he's he's... I think he's in maybe. I think he's in one of the Road Warrior movies in the Star Wars, and uh, all like almost all the Star Wars movies he plays. So a I, character. I I like I it, I'm upset that this movie is is not better. I think uh, I agree with you. I think he did he did a a good job. All, a really all of great the, job. the the Nel Nelwyn. I um. Yeah, I mean, I hated that uh, one, but it's the one you're supposed to. Yeah, hate. the one. You're, but like the the what's his the name? Warriors? I can't think of what his name was. They're all like. Oh yeah, there was like the elite, the elite, the elite, uh, the elite guard or yeah. the elite warriors. Uh, let, let's see some of that. The uh, the the wizard, the wizard was the, awesome. He, he, was he was awesome. He was a fucking awesome yeah. wizard. Um, and then yeah, and then the guy that you you you're supposed to hate because I hated him. Yeah, I hate, um, um, what was his fucking name? I forget. It was another like nonsensical fantasy name. Yeah, but then in the end of the movie, he gets shit in the mouth. Yep, that's that's okay. That's comeuppance. Oh, I wanted yeah, more comeuppance. comeuppance. Uh, he literally gets shit on. Yeah, no, he does. It's great, but like he, he, he also in this fantasy world like lives in an era where I imagine people get shit on him a lot, yeah. like by the animals. So it's like not as. Sure. I wanted, I wanted Willow to come back Just and like be like, "Hey, remember through. when you said you were going to own my farm? Fuck you. Well, now I own your farm. Boom. Boom! You know, like." Because like the queen has said that, or whoever. This is Lord of now. the Rings now, and I never have to bow to anyone yeah. ever again. Yeah. Bow to me. I want to like that for that guy, yeah. but th he got shit in the mouth. So that's, that's fine. That's better than nothing. <laughs> um, but here, uh. but the other thing is, what I like is, you know, like when you look at at Lord of the Rings, um, because it's the obvious thing that you have to you have to take you have a look to compare at. it to, yeah. Uh, you know, like like uh, what's his name? Uh, not Bilbo, but the but the uh, Frodo. Frodo. You know he's he's tasked with bringing the ring to the mountain because right. you know they they can't be corrupted the way men can be right. and stuff like that. So it's like a racial trait, sure. And uh, 
and even when you watch like the Hobbit movies, like they bring Bilbo along because like he's supposed to be like sneaky and be able to get around things and blah 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 blah. Like tiny that's why Gandalf. So it's like it's another. Thief. It's the, another. That's the implication. He's a good thief. Yeah, yeah. He's got tiny hands. And it's another. It's another racial thing. But in right. this movie, Willow is pure of heart. Is pure of heart, and he. He he wins the day, or his his portion of winning the day at the end has nothing to do with his race. It's it's him. It's only him. Only Willow could have done that in, yes. in that last moment. And so I like that. That's that's a nice little strong agree. Where it could have eas- it could have easily been that's like a, that's a t shirt. Chekhov's disappearing pig. Che- Chekhov's, Chekhov's disappearing pig. disappearing pig. Like the easy way out would have been like, oh well, he has to do something that only, only someone small a, can do. Knowing, yeah, he has to but, crawl through an air. Yeah, but no, he he did something that only Willow right. could do. And when that, that, that I was not expecting that at I, all. I, I agree. See, I now agree. that we've done all this stuff for like sixty episodes, I'm starting to really see well things played. coming. And that one I did not see coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I only have one other rave. Okay. Well, then I'll I'll take um. I'll take two. Uh, you know, I like you know how I like when things get delightfully dark. Yes, deliciously dark. Yes, there was like a legit terrifying scene in this movie when the queen is turning people into pigs. Pigs. Yes, that was terrifying. That was terrifying. And I could see being a kid being terrified of the queen for that power. That was fucking terrifying. They did not hold. Back. And then don't they eat someone? Um. I don't know. They Do get they turned into pigs, and I think they eat someone. Like the pigs Maybe. eat someone. I don't remember that. I mean, the dogs at the beginning eat the midwife. Oh, yeah, the dogs eat the mid- midwife. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. The pigs just... Oh, yeah, because the... the uh, pigs the, will fucking the, eat anything. The good witch, the good sorceress, turns everyone back. Back, yeah. Um, And pr- eh, not only turns them back, but then protects them from further, from further, further spell. spell. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, pretty, that's pretty OP. Um... Okay, well, here's the one. Here's here's the rave that I was. <laughs> I was. Sorry. I'm just thinking of this two old women fighting over well, the and, wand, and that's what I'm going to get to, because because um, it's right up there with like uh, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. And that's where that's where this rave started because I was originally going to say like, how fun is it? Like we're, old ladies we're fight not, over a wand. Yeah, we're not seeing and, like, this old anymore. Lady fight. It's two old lady fight. <laughs> old ladies fighting. And then I and then like I don't know. I let myself go a little further than that because I'm like, oh well. But you know what? It's because they are like the two pinnacles. They are. They, they are the two most powerful, powerful beings, beings in this, in this movie. They're yeah, they're in like this whole world. And you know, Lord of the Rings people are gonna be mad at me because I don't remember their names. But it's like Gandalf, Gandalf versus the other and, wizard. Uh, Sor- Saruman. Okay, it's like those two, and it's it's two women. Saruman. And then, and then I thought, oh, and Sorsha has some problems, and I'm gonna get to later in the rants. But she's like a high up commander in she, yeah, this she army. Is, she is a warrior. She, she seems to be like like they all like Skull her. Guy seems to be like foot soldier. Skull Guy is her henchman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, and she seems to like head the Rangers or something because she's like mounted all the time yep. and, and and doing stuff like that. Yeah, and holds holds her. Own. She fights Val Kilmer, and holds her own, and escapes from Val yeah. Kilmer yep. when Val Val Kilmer um kidnaps her. Mad so Martian. she she is Mad Martian. above and beyond his equal. And then somebody should make a drinking game around Mad Martian. Mad Martian. Every time somebody says Mad Martian, you fucking you have die. To you fucking <laughs> die. <laughs> no. Um. There's enough alcohol in the world to survive that. I know. So 
I guess what happens is all said and done. I was like, long time listeners, try it. If you get sent to the hospital, it's not our fault. Not our. You don't listen to things on the internet. That's, I mean, that's, that's a terrible that's idea. A terrible idea. So what my what my rave, which is going to start with just two old ladies just having like just a great old <laughs> slugfest, like magical <laughs> slugfest, which was also it was great. It was a good wizard fight too. It like, was a there great was wizard fire fight. and yeah. frost, and they're dropping set pieces on yep. each other. It was great. And they, at one point, they just get like physical, like <laughs> like magic yes. isn't working, so they're just, just like. And they're not like rolling around not on like, the floor. Slappy, slappy, no, slappy. They're like, they're like oh, pushing like, each other. Yeah. And it was great. It yeah. got physical. Um, but what I what physical. what I'm physical. what I'm gonna what I kind of ended up physical. with going on this magical journey myself was that I was not expecting this from this movie, but uh, this. There are some real gems here. There's some real gems, and there, there's like a, they're buried in a two hour and fourteen minute short, but. Snooze fest. They, 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 we talk about this a lot. We're like representation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm right there with women you. come out in this movie really well. This yeah, is a good uh, society. This fantasy wise, this movie passes the Bechdel test. Yes, the Bechdel test. Two female characters have to have a conversation, not about a man. Yeah, it passes. And, the flying colors. And and so it made me think like, okay. Emily Ann, the person who who requested this, obviously loves this movie. Yeah, my wife really likes this movie. It, I guess, it does I deposit yeah. a really. I good... understand. There's a great movie buried under yeah. all of this bad direction and pacing. Because there's there's nothing in it that's like, oh no, the greatest wizard is a woman. It's like no, no, that's just the fact. Yeah, there, it's a non-issue. It, exactly. The, there's the two most powerful people in the world. Are women and, I, and, and everyone else bows like, down to them. That's like the the shocking thing here. For like this is there's a real there's something special here, and there's, it wasn't treated special. There are and a it lot. It wasn't of, it wasn't handled well at all. There are a lot of execution issues, which we're going to get to soon. Um, but I just had to say that because I'm right. The, I, I, I strong I agree. Came to that, starting with old lady slugfest. <laughs> And then I was like, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. Yeah. We don't see old lady we slugging don't. it out a lot. And we don't see. And we don't see, especially in this genre, the, like, yes. you know. Uh, the hero. The he- I mean, on the other end of the spectrum is Masters of the Universe, which is just like a meathead with rippling steroid-induced muscles yeah. who can't say his lines. Yeah. And I, that's the norm. And, and, and very substantially clad maidens and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. And yeah. there is none of that. In this. I mean, no. the queen almost looks like a nun. Yeah, like, she, she all she is is that one uh, little well, I mean, window uh, pane. Sor- Sorsha also is not like... Yeah, Sorsha is She's dressed armored. in chain mail. She is a warrior. Yes. And uh, and what... I can't remember her name. Like, she's uh, an animal for most of the uh, Rizelle. Uh she is naked at one point, but it makes sense because she was well, an animal. She's just, she's just, yep. It's just like when Beast Boy comes out yep. of his form. So, but it's not gratuitous. She has, also doesn't know she's an old woman because she's been trapped as a, for a, uh, long time. a possum for so long. A long, long time. So at one point she says, I'm a beautiful, I'm a beautiful maiden. Does like, she? Change, change me into a human and like, you'll see, I'm beautiful. You'll see. I'm young and beautiful. She doesn't know she's old. No. Just, She's been a possum for a very long time. He keeps trying, and it's just it, different animals. Yeah. I mean, at least he was, that effect like, was great. making animals and not, like, gross homunculuses that, like, oh, go inside God. out or something oh, like boy. that. I mean, he was, he was, he starts this movie with very little magical ability. Zero. 
And he ends this movie with very little magical ability. Slight magical ability. It's not him, it's the wand. Which is fine. Which is fine. He is able to make that apple into a bird. He has, well, that's at the very end of the movie where he's been given the magic book and he's studied. Yeah, yeah. He's he's starting to learn the knowledge. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, his his power is his strength of character mm-hmm. and confidence. And I also think his... Um, Resilience. His ability to think differently than others. Sure. Because, like, at the beginning, he was supposed... To, what he wanted to say what, to the wizard was, what's the magic finger? It's right. it's, it's the one in my one. hand, not yeah, yours. Right. But he didn't because he, he overthought it and thought, well, well that, that's that stupid. stupid. That's stupid. But he should have gone with his gut. And right. then at the end, it's, it's the same thing where he's thinking outside the box. He's going to... He's going to yep. beat the all-powerful magician with a parlor trick. Yep. Um, yeah. And yeah, then the ladies. So the, and then the ladies. The slug, yeah, the lady slugfest. Lady slugfest and Old Sorsha and, and uh, even, uh, well, and then and, and you even have, uh, I mean, the whole, it centers around a, 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 a baby girl, mm-hmm. a princess instead of a prince. Yeah. The, 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 um, the fucking uh, midwife who who whose yeah, spirits her away wow. and, and protect for certain the mom basically like spits in the queen's sp- face, face. Yep. And, and is punished with death. And this is a movie of like with really strong yeah written women and and who are lost and, in in like scenery chewing and pacing issues. Yeah, certain. Yeah, definitely and, pacing uh, issues, and um. Yeah, yeah like the more I, I, I think mean, about it, there's a great movie. Yeah, here. They, they come out, they come out really good. Those ones. I, I mean, they've talked about a series or a reboot, and I'm, I'm afraid of what they'll do to it. Yeah, they might hurt it. Uh, yeah, they might make it. Bad. Or they, like, fix the pacing, fix some of the script issues, and there's a like a great movie for the like for now. The I mean, like is, the pacing is an issue. But yeah, so then I was like, well, maybe that's why it resonates resonates so much when when because because my wife and my friend both saw this when they were very young. Uh, yeah, and, 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 and I wonder if that would have. But I mean, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't hit me even when I saw bits and pieces of it on TV. Mm. I could never get past the pacing. Yeah, and just the bonkers that I think we're about to talk about. Yeah, I think, I'll just, my, I think my, most my, children don't care about I, pacing. Yeah. Right? I, I was a real movie hound. Oh yeah, you were watching a lot of movies. I was. Yeah. Even in '88, I had seen a lot of movies by this point. Yeah. Um, so I'll I'll say I was not. I'll I'll say that I was uh maybe probably better versed than most people watching this movie at my age in '88. Okay. okay. I had seen Star Wars at this point. I had been watching Star Trek, Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's about it. No, I mean others. Like I was, I was watching movies by this point. Yeah. Eighty-eight. Anyway. We were what four or five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Something like that. Something like that. Uh, I I have one more rave. I also have one more. It's I'll, probably, I'll, it's mine's probably, very mine's it's the, the one blending yours. of practical and computer effects, particularly oh, was... the the minimal the animal morphing of Rizal. Yeah, that, I mean, was, that was really impressive. And 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 then that was a the computer mat scenes like the mat the back paint yeah uh, the mat. Blah, blah, blah. The matte paintings, yeah, that they because the they do that in Star Wars a lot too. Yeah, it's just and backgrounds. It's just oh, it was, one of my first notes was it's like, great, oh, it's the, a great look. The the, the backdrops yeah. are gorgeous. Yep. In this in this movie, this is this is fantasy coming out swinging. Yep, as far as backdrops go. 
Um, uh, my last rave swings and misses. My last one is is Val Kilmer, because Val Kilmer's he great. the the movie got infinitely better as soon as he showed he up. Showed on up, yeah. He he had a magnetism to it. Um, he appears in in a, cage. in a cage. Yeah, and the and the movie immediately like picks up. Yeah, and he's in a cage. Yeah, and he's got such energy. Yes, he um, when he gets out of that cage, that was great. Yeah, and and when you and and. And I like that for for a good while after we meet him, you you truly just think he's a charlatan. Yeah, you, you don't you, you don't trust him at all. You don't trust him at all. But the first time he gets a sword in his hand, you are the greatest swordsman like, that ever oh, lived. Yeah, and like, you're right there with Willow. Like, yeah. oh shit! And you and talk a big game, but he, yeah, you're you legit good at this. You uh, you don't underdeliver. No, and it was and, nice to see that. And he he never lied. He, no, he, was, he says he'll take care of her, and he does, except when the brownies steal the her. The brownies steal him. That's and not on it, him. It's not on him. Nope. The brownies steal her from him. Mm-hmm. That, it was not his fault. And he does everything in his power thereafter to protect Willow and, and Alora. And he leaves in a, in a huff once or twice, but he, he always comes always back. Always comes back. Um, Even when he's, after when he's, he's captured. When he's no longer under the spell, he, yep. he follows, he's like, oh, yeah, I guess I... Like, I felt this way, but I probably wouldn't have acted on it. Like, I said all those things. And yeah. when he's saying that, it's almost like, it's not that he didn't remember saying it. It's like he almost didn't believe that he actually said it because he thought it. Yeah. And and the nice thing about him being under that spell was, you know, um, it was all love language. Yeah. He didn't get all physical on her right away. It was away not and creepy. Throw himself at her. It was almost like Shakespearean, like, yep. love poetry. Yep. And, um, in that time, that then and Sorsha, no, not not happening, not liking it, and and I still think like what the f- I mean, get out of my tent. Yeah, I think mainly she thinks he's just a he's just a, a whack weirdo. Job. Yeah, and and I think she doesn't start falling for him legitimately until she starts seeing how fucked up her mother is. Well, sure, but also um, him. Protecting him Willow protecting and, and him. Yeah. He, he's seeing he's seeing a a good relationship, right? Be, or she's seeing a good right. relationship between a a uh, like a person in power and someone they're trying to protect. Whereas right. all she's known is is, is abuse, her queen, her mom, and, and, and her abuse, queen. Yeah. yeah, and so I think um, he kind of uh, that's what kind of yeah, I'll agree. And he and he is just like, oh shit. I let all that out yeah. when I was under the under effects the of the love yeah. dust. Yep. Uh, but uh, let's try and walk some of that back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They, had a, they, they, I believed their chemistry. They had a good chemistry, the two of them, Val Kilmer and Sorsha. I liked them. Now that I say that out loud. Yeah. Um, I'll, they did have good, good chemistry. However, similar to, uh, I'll save it for rants. But there's a there's a problem with Sorsha. Oh, I I also have a problem there's with Sorsha as a, a, a rave. Similar to another character we've recently talked about. Uh, do you have character. any more raves? Um, no. Shall we I transition think, to rants? I think I've 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 given some good legitimate raves for this movie that I I didn't resonate with emotionally. I also, but do I not still resonate. I still try to look at it from an unbiased point of view and go, oh, okay. I can see why people like this. And these are some things that I do well. I can't see why people like this. Okay. I, 
I, I tried. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really tried, long-time listeners. I hope you hear where I'm saying there, there's a great message and story and character work here, and it's just not treated with care. And that's, that's like my biggest thing, that somebody wrote this, mm-hmm. some, like the actors gave it their all, and mm-hmm. then, I don't know, something got lost in translation. Ron Howard's just a terrible director. At this point in his life, I, I don't know. Maybe he didn't. Uh, this is his first fantasy movie. Maybe he just doesn't get the pacing that goes along with that. Um, my can I start with rants? Of course. Uh, it is just so very slow and so much exposition. Mm-hmm. It's just a movie of like people talking and telling me stories, and it's a movie. Show me something don't tell me someone is evil or terrifying show me that they're evil or terrifying mm-hmm. um and just a great example of this is mad mardigan shows up and says he's the greatest swordsman in the world and it's over an hour before they put a sword in his hand mm-hmm. and he's he's just han solo with a sword and they just keep saying like he he fights for no one you're he's like i'm a scoundrel I'm just a, a space pirate smuggler, except he's not, and he does fight for people. So it's like, stop telling me things. Stop trying to, like, make the argument for his turn later, and and just show, show him do something awful mm-hmm. so that when he does something good, I can see the turn. Sure. Don't spend an hour saying this character fights for no one and you're a traitor and we don't like you and then i will fight for you willow like just just show me i'm an intelligent human being just fucking show me with images on the screen that i am watching as so much goddamn exposition i am going to attempt to defend what i can so are we talking specifically bad bardigan no i'm talking the whole movie uh, because Bav, I think Bavmorta explains the the prophecy of the chosen one and the mark on their arm. Just fucking show us a bunch of kids with marks on their fucking arms. Well, there's so only one with know, a mark because that's Alora. I understand that, but oh. maybe they're like she's got a birthmark. Okay, fucking take that kid. Like this one has a scar. Fucking take that kid. But I think we did see that was the first scene of the movie was but like that dungeon kids... with all the pregnant women. I'll get to that. Okay. But you know, I'll do it right now. Don't tell me about a prophecy of this kid and we're looking for the kid and we have to look at every kid's arm. Just fucking show me them either A, killing a bunch of babies or B, alongside versus I realize what I just said. Yeah, I was going to let that sit. Why are you waiting for these women to give birth? Just, oh, pregnant woman? Just fucking kill her. Problem? Solved, and I realize then there's no movie. But when we're t- rants are anything that takes you out of the movie, and I'm throwing a bunch of my rants together just for like sake of ease and listening here, long time listeners. Yeah. I'm making a, a nice little uh, reduction uh, in our in our uh, geeking out. Sure, uh, you know, sure, sure, simmering uh, stovetop yeah, delight here. Yeah, yeah. But there's just so much fucking exposition that doesn't need to be there. Show me something. There's fucking show me something. Like, show me that he's a great swordsman. Yep. Don't tell me that he's a, a great swordsman. 
they're, the, the plot is so fucking flimsy uh, that they're going to banish this child to a nether realm? Yep. Just fucking kill the pregnant mom. Just, like, take all of the babies. Who cares if there's a mark or not? Why do we don't have to find the right kid if we banish all the kids? Mm -hmm. And what's to say that the kid hasn't already been born and now they're 10? Well, now you missed her. Like, take all the fucking kids. Yeah. The plot yeah. makes no fucking sense. Well, I mean, to, it works for me in that it's it's a fairy tale. I mean, it's a telling of a fairy tale and it's it's... It's you don't get a lot of child blatant child murder in modern day fairy tales, except they imply child murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like a a, a George Lucas driven fantasy epic. Disagree. Sketch weird... episode three. They kill a bunch of children. No, no, wait. You you didn't let me finish. I hate when you <laughs> cut me off and make a a point that is not because it completely derails me from what I was trying to say. Sorry. Um uh, sorry. Uh forget it. I don't remember what I, I can't keep up sometimes when sorry. you push me off. What was I saying? I was I was real you were saying that um in a fairy tale you, oh, in yeah. a George Lucas fantasy you don't get that kind of darkness. Yes, because this this movie in particular, I think, is geared towards very young children and younger children than a Star Wars audience is, is geared. You think towards. this is geared younger than the prequels? Yes. Okay. Yes. I think I aspects. I think aspects were added to the prequels to make it appeal to kids, but I don't think you put in that much Trade Federation talk for a movie about. Kids. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um. Mm. This this mm. was a child's fairy tale, and I think they yeah, did a good fair. job establishing at the beginning that the queen is a horrible person who is imprisoning um, pregnant women, checking, and then, you know, okay, letting them go as as an evil queen I expect would um, in this kind of story. But then, you know, the the pregnant woman, not pregnant anymore, gave, gave birth, her baby's whisked away, and she, like, stands up for herself, and it's not like, you're never coming out of this dungeon. It's right. killer. 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 Yeah. We're three minutes in, and we just killed a woman who just gave birth Her, and had her yes. baby taken away from her. Um, and then Mad, Mad Mardigan is, yeah, it takes a while for him to get a sword in his hand. I like that for a while, I'm like, is this guy just a liar or cheating a con? Because the next time we see him, he's dressed up as a woman. He's, he's, he's convinced a woman to commit adultery with him, and he's flat out lying to her husband's face. So and, you're still like, oh, this is a shitty person. This, I just... Yeah, That's the guy who wants to breed him, right? Yeah. In, in this in this exchange, uh, the the husband comes in and asks Val Kilmer in drag if he wants to breed. <laughs> George Lucas is a fucking sicko. It's very um. Oh. It's very but and then and then still then we have the cart chase, and that saves Willow and Alora. But you're still in the in the mindset of like well this could still just be mad mortigan saving his own ass yes and uh i don't know then the payoff when he finally gets the sword is the first time he gets the sword in the snow place no the first time he gets the sword is as part of the escape he's wearing his drag outfit oh, okay oh yeah because yeah. he's taking out the people on the on the in the Globe Theater. It was also small, but I liked when they were on the cart and the, the wheels started to shatter. 
Yeah, you never see that. You never see that. And I'm like, yeah, they yeah, should those, shatter. They should those shatter. things, those things aren't spokes. No. Those are just slabs of wood that should just yeah, shatter. Um, but that's neither here nor there. So, but I will agree. There's a there is way more exposition than there needs to be. Ugh. And and basically the entire um village in the in the beginning is just is yeah. way too long yeah. and oh. way too much exposition. Yeah. That's that's the that's the rant I wrote down is that yeah, I I get Willow's character. I got it. And now, right. we're, now you're beating me with it. Right. Like, and there was a point where I'm like, oh, my God, is this the whole movie? Does this whole movie take place here? Because I was not I was not on board for that. No, that's rough. And then we wouldn't have gotten Val Kilmer. We wouldn't. We never would have gotten to him. Did we ever figure out why Val Kilmer was in the cage in the first oh, place? Oh, uh, yes. Was Eric, he a deserter He, wouldn't, or he wouldn't fight for, he wouldn't swear allegiance to whoever they served. Okay. I mean, that's... they served someone. Uh, maybe it was the king. I don't know. You have the other. We never see name. who Eric serves. Dies. That's a pr- that's a brutal um. That's a brutal punishment. Being in that the, cage. the crow cage yeah. for the crows to eat you. Yeah. There yeah. Dead people next to him. But he he got out. Do you think Mad Mardigan killed those people so the crows would eat them and not him? I wouldn't put it past him. That first Mad Mardigan. First, yeah. Like, the, when you meet him, I wouldn't put it past him. Now that I know him. Yeah. No I'm way. like, no, no. no he's, he's too he good didn't of a do guy. That. He's too good of a guy. Um, But I agree. There is... there is. It seemed very easy to get out of that cage. It was very easy to get out of that if cage. He had just, they just, like, hit the latch. Yeah. He just, I think. They didn't even... Maybe kicked the bottom of it. I think he could have gotten it out of it. It looked very flimsy. It was, it was like, made out of bones. Also, like, what a, what a poorly constructed cage. The bottom falls out, and it's only held in place by that latch. Yeah. Bad design. That's on you, Mad Mardigan. Um, can I take one, please? The um, I did write down just brownies, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but there is nothing <laughs> else we need to so say about them. Bad. They felt they just felt very flat oh. for me. And and I don't know. Maybe maybe someone thought I they want were gonna someone be funny. to ask Kevin Pollock about Willow on yeah. his chat show. Just be like, Willow. I don't think there was Why? any point where I was ever happy they were there. You know, like there was never a point was like, oh, that's just why like, they've been how here did they, It was so implausible because they traveled everywhere on foot. Yeah, they should. They it should was, have been on animals. It, it was it's so implausible that they could keep up with mm-hmm. anyone. I really thought that one of them was going to be killed by the horses. And or then I was the, like, or okay. A bird or a cat, Yeah, like when the horses came in and he's like dancing around yeah. the hooves. Yep. Nope, that didn't happen. And who is the other guy? Like, they seemed like they were split, like. It kind of looked like Dan Aykroyd, but not. Yeah, they were just like a duo. They were like a comedy duo. Ugh. I'm not saying in real life they're a comedy duo. Yeah, I don't but think they, they were. Are. They were just like a slapstick. Sure. Didn't work, though. They didn't work. They were just, they were annoying sure. more than anything slapstick. else. Slapstick. Comedy. Well, sure. he fell in beer. That's funny. He almost fucked a cat. That's sure. funny. Yep. That's, that's cat, comedy. Cat fucker. Yep. That yep. was close. Um, Bestiality. That's always funny. It's sure. always funny. Yeah. Um... Let me sit. Okay, let's talk about Sorsha for a second. Great, let's talk about Sorsha. Because I did like Sorsha, and I liked her relationship with, with Mac Martigan, like the re, the reluctance and the fact. <laughs> I love that you keep changing his name subtly every time you say it. Is it Mac Martigan? It's Mad Martigan. Oh yeah, Ma- I wrote Mac here for some yeah, reason. And then, oh look, I wrote Mac up there too. Yep. And then, uh, I think I've called him Max Martigan too. You've called him Max, and you've also said Martiger. Okay. I love it. We all know who I'm talking yes, about. Yes, but I love it. Um, but uh, Mad Martigan. But Ugh. but her story pretty much ended as soon as she 
she gave into her feelings with Mr. Mardigan. And um Max. And she had that she had that scene at the end with her mother where she like confronts her mother, but it wasn't enough. Right. That should have been her big moment. That should have been her big payoff. Yeah, and I'll just piggyback here that her her motivation and turn and lack of redemption is troubling because she is complicit in in the capture and murder of women and children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she seems unremorseful for that. Yeah. Well, it's why Uh, I'm I'm happy that Ben Solo died. Oh, uh, yeah. He could not return to the light after everything he had done. It, it's, and it seemed as though, like, her mother, like, is going to throw her into the spikes and Rizelle saves her. Mm-hmm. I think a more fitting end to that character would have been her death mm-hmm. at the hands of her mother. Sure. Trying to protect Alora, because mm-hmm. then that is redemptive. But instead, she lives out the rest of her life as Happily ever Mad after. Mardigan's fuck buddy and yeah. the baby surrogate mom. Yeah, I guess so. I get, yeah, I guess they kind of adopt uh, so, Laura. So, I mean, that's kind of self-motivation, right? So, or like, yeah. So I do think, I think we're at a real disadvantage that they cut out the whole arc with oh, her, her dad. Father. I was un, unaware of that whole arc. And I that's a much more think that influential turn. Take all the brownies out and put that in. Like, yeah. We don't, or take out 15 minutes of, of the village. Anything. At the beginning. 15 minutes of anything for that. It just adds so much clarity to her story. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like what you were saying, where there's there's something good there, but it wasn't handled well. Sorsha, there was something good there. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's a great and character. It, and, 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 and she had a great start. Yep. But she didn't conclude. And I guess, maybe, I guess she did. I wonder why they would, I would like to know why that was what they took out. I agree. That is, it's just troubling. Is there a director's cut of Willow? I'm not willing to. Longtime listeners, if you love this movie, is there a director's cut of Willow? We I'm know. not willing to watch it. We but... know some of you are longtime listeners. Love this If movie. it exists, I'd like to know. Um, Do you have another rant? Yeah, and we've touched about it a couple times. That sure. scenes end abruptly. abruptly. Like Ooh. nothing breathes. Nothing exhales. Everything is over. Next scene. Yep. All right. Why? <laughs> it was so frustrating to me that it was, it was, yeah. Like, and maybe that's part of the pacing issue and adds to what makes it feel long because you're yes. right. Nothing breathes. No. Like your brain never has time to process what so just happened. Go- like it takes, it takes a while to get going. Cause you're in the, you're in the village right. for so long. And then once you get going, it's like, oh, shit, we're late. We got to just get through yeah. this. Let's get through this. We, we're an hour and 40 minutes into this movie and we've still got 20 pages left get to film. The, get that man a sword. He's a sword fighter. Get him a sword. Get him armor. Get him, get him to the castle and, and, our, and we got to get to a, two more castles. It was, yeah, there are two castles. There are two castles. Uh, and, and we got to, we got to get back to Eric and we were just in like the lowlands and now we have to get to the mountains. And we got to kill we're Eric. In a desert. We got to kill there, Eric. There, it's got to snow. Everyone's got to be pigs. Eric. You're going to turn people into pigs. We got a lot to do in 20 minutes. A lot to do in two, 20 minutes. We got two old ladies. We got to slug it out <laughs> and do a pig trick. And then we can button this and thing up and head home. And then there's still 10 minutes of the movie left yeah, after that. Willow goes home. go back to the Shire, not we got, Shire. We got, a, we got a shit in a guy's mouth. <laughs> and then credits roll. 
That's like, boy, could we have taken out like a little of the farm speak at the beginning and of it, the movie? And so. it seems like we're being like, that we're rushing it, but that is literally how the movie progresses. Yes. It sprints. Oh. It sprints. I would say once. Once. Where does it? Once does Mad Mardigan really... decides he's going to protect Alora yeah. and Willow, it's yeah. just I a would mad say that's dash what from that the, point. That's the mad in Mad Mardigan. Yeah, it's a mad dash again. Um. <laughs> where's the beginning of the movie is like so Willow Willow where'd you get these we, seeds we gotta I'm the only one who sells seeds well, well we found um, these seeds in the forest there's nothing illegal about that to at the end it's like okay okay old lady fight pig trick bird shit everything go 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 it was just a pacing issue there it really uh, it little, really is little Guys, it's called editing. You shoot the scene. It, it, this, it, you know what it is? It's clearly, now that I'm looking back on it, it is clearly a movie that was shot sequentially, yeah. going from location yeah, yeah, yeah. to location yeah. to location. Like they shot the movie. Yeah. And they're running they're, out of and time. And they're running out of time. Yeah. I can and see that. That, in, that has to be it. I could see that. It I has could to be see it. That. And there's virtually no editing involved, or it was all in camera editing. Yeah. That has to be. I mean, it. that's uh, that's it. Those are right? all the rants I I did. Yeah, no, it it very much feels like that. We were really taking our time at the beginning. Right towards the middle, we we're like, all right, now we're picking oh, up. Shit. And then we've it's shot, like, oh my god, we have film. forty yeah. minutes left, and we we're a third of the way through the script. Or, or they were only a pr because we know that there was no, you know, MGM was in bankruptcy when they made this. So like, yeah, maybe no they time. literally only had no time, no fun, two hours so. and. 20 minutes of film and the the final cut of the movie is two hours and three minutes. You know what was kind of fun? Maybe I haven't seen enough of these movies with a giant monster, but I do like that the way the two, that... The monster fight? Yeah, and the way that... There was something very Princess Bride about it. Yeah, I've only, I have seen Princess Bride only once Love though, and I, I can't remember it that well. But um, that... Uh, you know, you're probably actually confusing that with uh, Once Upon a Deadpool. I might be. They're very similar They're movies. Very similar right? movies. Um, when the As the fact wish. that Mad Mardigan kills it by like stapling its mouth shut with his sword, sword yeah. and then it blows up trying blows to fight. Yeah. I liked that. It was great. That was nice. That was a nice. I, I think that was the the that castle fight sequence. That sequence was, was the best sequence of the movie. Of the movie. Yeah. Maybe it's just because we're dudes, and that's what we like. Just no, it was guys. so it was so well thought thought out that he like. No, he sets well, up all yeah. the different. He's one guy fighting an entire yeah, army. Yeah, he sets all the cross castle, and the cro all, everything like everything that he sets up. Yeah, and he gets the armor, mm -hmm. and he like places swords around the yeah. and all of the different crossbows. And people fucking die. They, oh. He kills a lot, a lot of people. Of people. Sketch. A lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. Good thing he's not our hero. He's good not thing. Our, he's yeah. Not our, will, does Willow kill anybody? I don't think so. I think Willow stays pretty innocent during this. I think he might kill one of the not flying monkeys. Yeah, but they're they're, they're like monsters, they're trolls. so they can be killed. Yeah, I think he, yeah with the, the wand, yeah, doesn't he? he? He's the one that turns the into the two headed monster. The two headed monster, and uh... oh, and then the other one was eaten by the two headed monster. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was. There was a lot of death in that sequence. There was a lot of death in that sequence. Yeah, there was. Huh. Do you have any other rants? I do. Uh, the resolution was so lackluster and and ordinary. Uh, 
Chekhov's disappearing piglet. And, yeah. and while it was a rave, yeah. it's also a rant. Oh, boy. Uh, for me, because it is the, the movie is so madcap and haphazard. Yes. And just frenetic. And then it, it's, it's the brakes are slammed. They are. It's hard. And it is jarring. And too much emphasis is placed on something so um, coincidental. Yeah. It's not a big setup that uh, leads to her death. It's, uh, it's so just, she knocks over her own potion in mm -hmm. a state of disbelief. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to process everything that happened up until that point. Be because it is like, there's like the army fight and then the old lady fight mm -hmm. and then a magic fight. Mm -hmm. And then, and then everything just stops. Yeah. And it's, it's so, it is the least climactic thing of the whole movie. Her, with the exception um, of like the, the farm jargon. At the her, beginning. her death will pepper into my BQ. So I'll, I'll wait to, sure. uh, to, to, to weigh in on that. But, um, yeah, I still like the little piggy. Um, Sorcia needed a bigger, a bigger thing. The old ladies are the MVPs of the end fight because they're just slugging it out. I imagine it's what like quilting circles are like, like when like a <laughs> specific color wow, is gone I, or something. I know a whole bunch of quilters that you just offended. Do you? Yeah. Like old lady quilters? No. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. Like oh, old, old lady, lady quilters. Uh, did I ever tell you about one of the previous? This is such a tangent. <laughs> One of the previous times I was in Vermont, it was like National Knitting Day. Holy shit! Yeah, and they like had a whole big tent set up on the um, the, in Montpelier, the Capitol Building. Yeah, they had a big tent set up, and there was like there. there's probably like twenty twenty five like little old ladies just knitting for, and and you were like, come in and knit with us if you'd like. I've been it's, there for it's... the Festival of Freaks. Oh, the the uh the Spring Fertility Festival. No. Oh, I've been there for that. Um. But you know what's so That's so Vermont. You know what's so the wonderful. Spring fertility festival. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of stumbled across that one. It was a trip. Um, this was a different trip with World Knitting Day. But you know what I learned coincides with World Knitting Day? The Vermont chapter of nudist bike riders have their annual trip to the capital. So about thirty to forty nude Vermont bikers drove right up to the state capitol, right past all the little old ladies knitting. Wow. And they're all like, hello, hello. And like one of the old ladies was like, oh, you must be cold. And she was like, hey, you should knit me something. And it was just quaint. Anyway, I imagine that this end scene is what that's like when they run out of a color of yarn <laughs> or something. Because uh, they they went all out on each other. They did. Sorsha needed a bigger thing. I'm okay. I I was I I I won't disagree with your rant, but I I also won't uh, I won't get behind it. I was fine with I was fine with the queen's inevitable demise. I was it, it had to happen. It had to it had to happen, and I was I was okay with the way it happened. I would have liked to have been more purposeful. And then what's his name? Get shit in the mouth. At the end. <laughs> what? That that's like the last thing that happens. It's it's it really is. Yeah. He goes like, back to town. Like, Everyone's happy he's back. Apple into a he bird. He throws apple to a bird. And the bird shits, shits it in his, his mouth. mouth. And it like, maybe it pants to Will. Fade and he's like, yay. And then, uh, eh, it's fine. I mean, he got like bird flu or something from that. Maybe. And it all happy. Everybody, everybody's happy. The end.
What is it about? Uh, that's a big question. I guess it's not. Well, a big I think question. we're at big questions. Great. This um, is the perfect time for big questions. Do you just, have any BQs? This is organic from what you just said. What is it about the worlds that George Lucas creates that they're they are just populated with with terrible parents? I I don't know anything about George Lucas's childhood. Did he have? I don't know, but like all of his characters are terrible parents. Yeah. Chewie's a terrible parent. Chewie's a terrible. Han's parent. a terrible parent. Yeah. Leia's a terrible parent. Yeah. Luke's a terrible uncle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Vader's a terrible parent. Yeah. And I know he didn't write this movie, but he came up with the concept. But, like, Willow is a terrible... He abandons his own children... To protect to another protect child. To protect another child. Well, his wife truly does urge him on. He abandons... He Kaya. is gone for what must be Yeah, years. weeks, if not months. Oh, really? Well, I was You're going say that years. One? Maybe. I mean, Alora is your is your uh, thermometer of that, and she she doesn't grow up terribly in the time. That's fair. She grows up longer with the midwife at the beginning. She's like a newborn, and she gets to be like she's got a his crown wife of red seems hair. Seems very old when he gets back to the village, and she's like her kid. His kids though are like the same age. Well, it's hard to judge. Okay, but I mean, like, and she was very supportive about him going. Like, no, you. Shit, he wasn't even. He wanted to send the baby back down yeah. the back down the, her back in the in the basket. She was the one that was like, "Oh no, we have to protect this baby." Right. Um. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, the queen is obviously a really bad Terrible parent too. Parent. Um, and the dad is stoned the, the whole time. Is, yeah. Get it? Because he he's yeah. Ba-dum-bum. There it is. Um. Yeah. What else has George Lucas done? American Graffiti. Haven't seen it. Howard uh, the Duck. Right. Howard the Duck. Haven't seen it. Um, he wrote along with Spielberg. Let's do let's Indiana like, Jones. Let's like do like a Patreon. Henry George Jones Lucas is a terrible parenting parent. study. How many sure. George Lucas properties are parents horrible? All of them. Okay. All right. That's a bummer. I mean, Howard the Duck leaves his entire world. And Does he have kids? Yes. Good for him. Good for him. Little ducklings. Sure. Well, I mean, he has a duck girlfriend at the right, very least right, I don't know yeah. if, I imagine he has duck children yeah yeah this isn't the Howard the Duck episode it's not I don't think I've ever seen it all I can I think, think of missing anything all I can think of is there was an animated series but that wasn't Howard no, the Duck that no, was uh, that was uh, Duck Duck Tales no no not that one the one with um, what's his name George Costanza oh Duck Man Duck Man it's a great show that wasn't Howard the Duck no. though I think I think Howard Duck the Duck Man was had supposed to be a kid. an animated series, and uh-huh. and and Lucas agreed to do it, and then we're like, uh, "Can we see some test animation?" Uh-huh. And he was like, "I'm just gonna do it as live action," because <laughs> <laughs> he like... never like Lucas film never got into like traditional animation. animation. Yeah, but Marvel like they Marvel asked for and he had promised an huh. animated movie and then they asked to see test footage and you're just like all right I'm gonna, make a bad I'm movie make a movie was the tower of the duck full live action yes except for du- the duck he was what like a puppet no it's a suit they got a real duck it's a, no it's a suit it's a mechanical suit someone's like, in that someone's, someone's in, in yeah. howard the duck wow yeah. It's a puppet along with someone in a... basically like Alf. Yeah, yeah. It's like an animatronic, animatronic uh, thing. puppet, yeah, yeah. and then someone in a suit. Running wow! Yep. Wow! I didn't know that. Yep. Huh? We got off on Howard the Duck. How do we get here? 
I don't know. Oh, because George, George Lucas, Lucas did it, parents. and we're talking about parents. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he does. I mean, he he does like. Who is the mom in Back to the Future? Uh, don't know. I know Lily Tomlin's not right, but it's something like that. Uh... She a bad parent? No, but she tries to get it on with the duck. Oh, in Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Oh. It's disturbing. It's oh. very disturbing. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Yeah. Foul, you might say. Oh, not the Howard the Duck episode. I'll save the rest of my duck puns. Yeah, there you go. For, uh, for Howard the Duck. Uh, Howard the Duck. I only have one big question. Okay, I have two. Um, and on top of your bad, horrible parent thing? Yes. Okay, go ahead. That was organic. Okay. What was Bav Morda's goal mm-hmm. or endgame or even role within this world? Mm-hmm. Um, the the world seems like a complete shitstorm. Mm-hmm. And she seems to be the only organizing influence in it. Like, mm-hmm. after she's gone, like, the little infrastructure or, like, like any kind of infrastructure or resources seem to, to go with her. Yeah. I think... Like why she's a wizard, she's a queen, yes. but like yes, and yes, does she actually rule over anyone? It just I seemed her think, army. I think uh, this is not in the movie. This is just what I've read from the movie. So sure. take this with a grain of salt. I read it as if um, she, hers is one kingdom, and and she has been toppling and overthrowing the other kingdoms. Gotcha. And because Eric and but, his dudes. Right. Were like from a different kingdom, right? And they were like wiped out, right? For the most but part. But why is she doing that? She's she seems to be doing all of that, yeah. To like find the child who will overthrow her, yeah. But she could just not fight other kingdoms, mm-hmm. and then and be chill, and just be chill, and she like rule over her dominion. She has like a power complex, I guess. She just wants, just, yeah. She wants everything. She's that. <laughs> castle <laughs> just has mountains of skulls well, in front of it and i thought that too and, it, and again i was like okay this where, is classic fairy tale where but, did all these skulls come from and who stacked and them? who's and who's, who's stacking who's, the skulls who's in her army or working for her and not going wait are we the bad guys <laughs> like are we not like, the force of good star stormtroopers yeah they never stack skulls they don't like you could be a stormtrooper and arguably say, hey, "I'm just doing. I'm just trying to keep peace in the universe." Yeah, yeah. Offended, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, when you're stacking skulls, no, that's a sign that, that you're your, not on your the right leader side might be, yeah, perhaps a little morally gray. <laughs> um, well, I, that kind of brings me to my big question: Is Ron Howard a good director, guys? I don't know. Is that your other question? I don't know. That was a question I asked very early on in this yeah, movie. I, I don't. I don't have. I mean, I if I had know. to base it only on Willow, what is it? Does the director take care of pacing? Yes. Then no. <laughs> like it was, the pacing was incorrect. All right, Not here's good. Here's my big question, and it and it has to do with the queen, okay. whatever her name is, Bavmorda. And this is, these are rare, but this is Shirley. a legit <laughs> Shirley and Eric. Queen Shirley. Um, this is a legit big question. Like a legit, like, thought-provoking question. Fuck it, eh? Was, <clears throat> okay. was the movie smart enough to be a commentary on destiny? 
because the prophecy doesn't say the baby will defeat the queen, just that the birth of the baby will bring her downfall. And the queen sets about the events that eventually lead bring to about her, own, her demise, own demise, trying to avoid her own destiny. Uh, so she ultimately fulfills her own prophecy. So, so she is the red dragon. She creates and destroys herself. Yeah. According to the prophecy, Alora really isn't that important. She's nothing special. Her, her, just a baby. Her birth is what leads to the the queen's the downfall, downfall of the queen. And and her her um obsession obsessing on this is what ultimately kills her. Alora has nothing, nothing to, to do, do with it. She is a baby. Um, and then I said to bring it to a finer point. The wizard in the village reads the bones. We're going to read the bones to see what Willow should sure. do. And before he says what the the, what the bones say, he says to Willow, what do you want to do? Right. And Willow's like, well, I should protect this baby. I've grown attached to this baby. And he's like, the bones say he should protect the baby. So is the underlying message of this movie that everyone ultimately controls their own destiny? Yes. I think that does it make it. A, was it does it make it better? No. Was it intended? I guess is the question. Um. Probably just like there's a there are great characters and mm -hmm. and motivations and story mm -hmm. um, buried under just garbage pacing and direction. Mm -hmm. So, sure, I will go out on a limb and say that, yes, that was the intention. Is that is that clear in just watching the film without like marinating mm -hmm. over it because we do this podcast? No. I think the um yeah because when the when the wizard does it it's it's like as a gag it's a like gag, as a joke yeah. and um but I mean Alora it happens enough times that yes it's it I would say it's intentional and Alora is she's gonna have a great life she's like set up to be this she yes she's gonna savior have very comfortable she, she did, she did nothing. nothing and she didn't have to she was that was never the prophecy that right. she was going to. It was misinterpreted. They're gonna. She's gonna grow up, and everyone's gonna have all these expectations of her, and she's gonna probably be a terrible leader. Yeah, I mean, is she the new queen? Is that what we're like? I is guess. she gonna grow up to be the new yep. queen? Yep, that seemed to be the yeah, yeah, the direction that they went. Yeah, raised by Mad Mardigan and and Sorsha, 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 murderous, murderous lady, war warrior maiden, and a cross. Dressing adulterer. Yeah. Are you the adulterer if you're not the married one, or are you are you coercing someone into uh, adultery? I think you're you're the uh, you're you're morally not in the right. I just don't know the correct term. Uh, adulterer. I think it's uh, still an adulterer. Adulterer. Okay. So he's an adulterer versus the adultery. Sure. I think they're. I don't know. Hasn't come up a lot in my life. No, me either. So I haven't really needed to know the terms. Yep. All right, so there you go. Willow is about. If you're uh, an adulterer, Jessica. write into the show. Let us know. Yeah, what is the what, what is how your, do you identify? What is your preferred adjective <laughs> for your guys? This is a rough movie, but this has been a fun episode. Your, your despicable act. Um, do you have uh, any more BQs? Um, just one. What is it about this movie that makes it so? And it is beloved. What is it about this movie that makes it so beloved? Mm -hmm. It's not terrible mm -hmm. it has poor execution it does have poor execution but i won't argue do that. do children watch this and like pretend to be mad mardigan do they like pretend to be willow in the way that like people watch 
Ghostbusters or, um, or or Star Star Wars and pretend to be a Jedi or a ghost, but like, what is it about this movie that when people watch it that they connect with? Connect with? Because I I don't think kids are running around like playing Willow. Do you? Um, I don't remember anyone playing. No, Willow I don't either. I, I mean, I, I I didn't even. You know, know this. Know movie that the movie existed. existed. I mean, it was. It I was, love that. It would be easy to to be a willow because his wand was just a stick. A stick. That's right. That's easy to cosplay. Um, I've never seen willow cosplay be, at any con I've been to. No, you you could definitely be a Sorsha. Um, I haven't seen many uh, any Mad Mardigans. Well, yeah, I mean, they are they are generic. Um. It's... Fantasy stereotypes, but of you like know what the I mean, like and the the ranger and the and the magician. But yeah, I it seems to be a movie that people have fond mm-hmm. memories of, but can't explain to you why. Yeah, that's been my experience. And longtime listeners, if you de- disagree with that, please write into the show. Happy to. I want to know. I want to know what it is. Yeah. I, I don't understand it. Because even yeah, as a child. That's like, the thing. I see it as a kid, so it's hard for me to put myself. Like, if, if I saw this as a kid, I do legit think I would have liked it. I it saw that, this as a kid. That and realm of question things I liked. Yeah. Some, like, I can remember, like, when I think of this movie, I have, like, this image of Willow and Val, like, Warwick Davis and Val Kilmer. But. My memory of watching this movie mm-hmm. is like also somehow like legend and like road warrior yeah. because like they're all characters that appear in other movies. well are There's, those they're not unique. And this is this is like me being Mad Martigan's kind of like a Mad Max character. This is me is being kind of completely like a, um a unfamiliar character. with these these properties. Are those geared towards kids? I yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Uh, Matt, Road Warrior, Mad Max, no, but um, like Legend, yes. Okay, because because that's the only thing but I could think of like was like, a, was this the kid friendly version of these it's these possible. characters? It's possible that that um that kids could kind of latch onto. I don't know because in the late eighties, early nineties, I wasn't yeah. really watching a lot of movies um, back then and taking in a lot. Of and media. I only ever saw bits and pieces of this yeah. on television. So I really, I really can't speak for, for what, I mean, Hey, if you, if, if I, if I, if I hit any of your marks with my raves, let us know. Cause I, I like, I really try to be like, what is it that that people find so endearing it's, about this? Because I mean, it it really is. And I said this in my synopsis, but it's just less good Tolkien. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just watered down Tolkien. But I mean, at that point, all we so you had the books and you had the animated Tolkien. So if you're like putting on something for the kids, like sure. those animated ones, they're rough. They're rough. They are. Um. You know, it's yeah. This doesn't hold a candle at all to like Peter Jackson's, right? But that's years. That's years, that's years away. Yeah. Um, but oddly enough, a lot of the same effects. Yeah. A lot of the same technology, just yeah. you know, better iterations of it. Yeah. Yeah. Time has passed, and tech tech has gotten better. But um, <laughs> that morning turns everyone to pigs. <laughs> yeah. That was really scary. Oh man. 
And uh, I guess that's Willow, guys. Right? Ugh. That's Willow. If any other any other takeaways from Willow? <laughs> One final note. Will Willow fights a bone trash can at the class. Oh the yeah, he does. <laughs> they do give him like a little cauldron thing to like fight. He fights a bone trash can. Yeah. Um Mad Mardigan fights an entire army. There's an old lady fight and Warwick Davis fights a trash Yeah, they can. give him like like Oh, let's give him a fantasy R two D two to like knock around a little bit. Um, this is how this is how a metaphor for the movie. This is how little I knew of Willow going into this movie when we pulled it up on Disney Plus, uh, like the the uh, you know like the screen like when you hit play like it shows like a sure and it's a scene of um, Sorsha, uh, and 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 Mad Mardigan and Willow like on horseback like all within the same frame. Uh, so you know it's like an it's like a fancy adventure yeah. and and i said to my wife i'm like oh who plays willow and she said well warwick davis and i thought willow was sorsha like i thought willow and probably because the other wow. willow the other willow i know of is is buffy so i see another redhead wow. girl and i'm like oh it's willow maybe willow and buffy was an homage to this willow who plays willow nope. warwick davis wow. oh i was very wrong very i that's wow. not Warwick Davis looks great. <laughs> uh, so I that's how that's how completely That is amazing. That's how completely you thought Willow was Sorsha. Yeah. That is amazing. Be, because as as Buffy's <laughs> Willow has been my first Willow, I guess I associate Willow as a feminine name. That, I well, yeah, I mean the the Willows that I've known in my life have been female. Yeah. So, so the fact that it was fat, the fact name. that it was uh, it was Warwick Davis. So I was like, "Oh, that's Willow." I had no idea. <laughs> that's su- our main character. I had no idea. You? I was shocked. I was shocked that because then I was like, because then even before hitting play, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be Lord of the Ringsy in that that he's going to be our focal point." Right, right, right. Because right. um, yeah. until that, especially because she and my friends were all female, like this movie. I'm like, oh, the main character a, uh, is going to be yeah. this this lady here. Surprise! Um, no, no, it wasn't. Um, that that's how little I know. But now I know how little. That's how how little. That's the last one. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the last pun of the uh, the Willow the Willow movie. Oh boy. Those brownies, though. Yikes. It's just... Offensive. Sure. And it's like, that's just... It's the name of a dessert. Like, come up with something a little more... Hey, we gotta... Ah, look at this! Hey, that cat looks really fuckable! <laughs> you know, and it's like, <laughs> this is a kid's movie. And then he drops in beer. Is that what... Is that what knocks yeah, him out he, of it? He, like, he falls, falls in the beer. beer yeah. And he gets drunk. Drunk, yeah, instantly. So, so it washes. Okay. Oh, okay. Ugh. Hey, Ugh. Could you imagine how gross that beer is? Because you know whose ever beer that was didn't see him fall in it and took a big old swig. Yikes. Oh, that's gross. That's fucking gross. Oh, I could just that taste of the back of my mouth. Oh, brownie. Anyway, that brings us to Shades of Sketch Recommendations. Emily, and hopefully, uh, I hope we did Willow Justice Justice. I hope I Ooh, boy. did the best I could. I did, li, li, listen, I did the best I you could. You tried hard. I tried hard. 
You it, it long time listeners. It made for great audio, but and I found could, good. I found just, good. Just the whole time, sketch was just mouthing. I just, I, I don't. I can't fucking believe this. About what part? All of it. All of yeah. You'd all say of something it. positive, and you just be like, "Fuck, I can't." You just mouth mouthing. Fuck, I can't believe I just said that. I made for great audio. Stand by. I stand by my raves. None of my raves were fictitious. They just didn't do enough for me to bring it over to 78. And like, they didn't do enough to counter my race. Guys, I did not enjoy this movie. Oh, I thought there was going to be a butt there, but no. Okay, no, no butt. No, no butt. Um, which is why I thought you were going to be able to get 40 or something. Like, give <laughs> well, us six. No, I, I stand by that there was a, a wonderful message in movie. Okay. Good. That nobody gave a shit about during the production. Yeah. And and the actors really did a great job of chewing some really bad scenery. Yeah, I mean Val Kilmer went above and beyond. Above and beyond. Warwick, Warwick and Warwick Val Davis, Kilmer, yeah, and together. And Sorsha. Yeah, and Sorsha before she turned into and like Rizal. a lobotomized version of herself. Stepford after. wife, yeah. But uh, uh, but Bav Mortem, I mean, oof, I mean, she really chewed the scenery. She was she was the perfect personification of like a fairy tale queen. Like yeah. she nailed it. Yep, it was like. Here's the Snow White Queen. Be her. Boom. Done. D Perfect. Got it. Yep. Nailed it. Moving on. She, I mean, she, she was 20 years too early to, like, be the, the evil queen in the live-action Cinderella that they were Yeah, yeah, the make. Maleficent. Yes. The Maleficent movies yeah, that they've done, yeah. I haven't seen any of those. The only live-action um, Disney movie I've seen is Beauty and the Beast. It's not Beauty and the Beast. It's fine. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Google, yeah, the uh, Beauty and the Beast minus CGI. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Like, it was fucking great. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It looks ridiculous. It does. It does. Whoops! Another Ewan McGregor property. What? Well, we just talked about Star Wars two weeks ago. Ewan McGregor was in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, he was Lumiere. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Forgettable. Yeah. He was. Uh, he was our guest. Right. No, no, he wanted us to be his guest. Correct. Yeah. Who was Clockwork in the? Uh, no. Magneto. Ian, what's his oh, name? Yeah. Ian. Oh yeah, downgrade. Oh yeah, Jerry Orbach and and. Uh, yeah, it was a and, it was uh, a strange. Nathan Lane, was it Nathan yeah. Lane? Was Clockwork? Maybe. No, Nathan Lane was Timon. Oh yeah, Nathan Lane was Timon. I don't uh, think he was in Beauty and the Beast. Was Timon in Beauty and the Beast? No. Now, I don't remember. But, but Jerry Orbaca's uh, was perfect. Uh, Beauty and the Beast was, was kind of just before they were they starting to get like out. star power yeah. as their voice actors. There's a lot of auto tuning in, in there. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they're just, they're just, they're just starting to. Do you ever see Christopher Robin? The Ewan McGregor live action yeah. one? No. Very just. good. I did see the actual Winnie the Pooh. It was on display in. Well, that's such a tangent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, um, the, the, actual, the original bear? The original bear and the original Tigger. I saw all those. Yeah. They were on display in the New York Public Library. Yeah. One of the times I was in here. That was neat to see. Yeah. 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 No, I didn't see. For a while there, they made uh, recreations of uh -huh. them. The, 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 yeah. yeah, like those old-fashioned stuff. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. great, yeah. but they're hard, hard to find now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Ewan McGregor plays an older Christopher Robin, right? He, yes, he, he's he is Christopher Robin, Christopher Robin later in his life. And he... Yeah, and was it good? Was, it was great. Yeah. It's on. I think it's still on Netflix. I'd give it a watch. It's good. It you watch. should. I I recommend. It. You know what? I'm not there yet. 
We are there. We already sang sure. the song. Great. Uh, we just went on a big tangent. Christopher Robin. It's great. There it's you fun, go. It's a fun time. There you go. It's not for it's not for kids. Not for kids. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's a great message for kids, but it's the me- it's aimed at adults. Okay. All right. Strong. Christopher Robin. I love me uh, some Ewan. So. And I love I love me some uh, Who? fanciful woodland creatures of the hundred acre. Yeah. Good time. Is Eeyore in it? Yes, he is. I love. They're Eeyore. all in it. Love Eeyore. Rue, Kanga, Owl, Rabbit. Eeyore. Who Piglet? Eeyore gets my vote. Always a fan. Um, and Ewan McGregor. And Ewan McGregor. And he has the high ground in the movie, right? That's that's like he in does, his claws. Yes. He must always have the always high ground. Always has the high ground. Yeah. That's excellent. Yep. Excellent. So and, does he ever uh, say, hello there? Yes, actually, he does. Excellent. He does. Excellent. Uh, there's, uh, and uh, Winnie the Pooh is just obsessed with his red balloon. Perfect. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's fantastic. All right. I'll check it out. I did want to see that when it came. It came and it went before. He's I rumbly and it's tumbly. It's a good time. And that's your only recommendation? Do you want to go with your other one? Recommendation. Okay. My other recommendation doesn't make sense now because I was going to recommend uh, Mandalorian, but but we already already did that episode and and we've already spoiled it for everybody. Yep. Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. Perfect. Yep. Are you? Oh, uh, sure. I will. I will recommend. Oh. I will do another recommendation. Wow. A current one. Triple. Uh, I will recommend Jojo Rabbit. My brother saw that Holy and loved shit. it. I laughed so fucking yeah. hard, and it is it is a very subversive movie. Jojo Rabbit centers on uh, Germany, mm-hmm. nineteen. I think it starts in nineteen forty, and wraps up in nineteen forty three mm-hmm. or forty forty four, mm-hmm. um, and it tells the story of Jojo, who is in the Hitler Youth. Uh, and just wants to be a good German boy. Yeah, good Hitler youth. Uh, and his imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler, mm-hmm. played by Taika Waititi. And uh, it is just fucking dark and hilarious and nonsensical. And it's such a great commentary on where we are in the 21st century, mm-hmm. told through the lens of this eight-year-old child and imaginary Adolf Hitler. And and uh, the girl in hiding that uh, s- slowly all become to depend on each other. Hmm. And it's just, a, it's just a wonderful, it's funny as all hell. Uh, it's dark, it's subversive, and uh, I can't say enough good things about it. It's a very special movie. Yeah, my, my brother has mentioned it multiple times since seeing it, and I know that it was, as of right now, as of recording, it was just re-released to theaters for a special engagement. Uh, wow. and, but probably by the time this episode comes out, it's probably out of theaters. But, uh, you know, it you'll is. Find it. Pl- we have an art house cinema. Yeah. In Providence. Yeah. Uh, called the Avon. It's playing there right now. Okay. Yeah. Right now. In the as past. of as of recording, yeah, yeah, might not be there right now. Yeah. Yeah. Avon Cinemas, give them a call. See if and it's still you, playing. And you guys are you guys are savvy. You know how to you find. You know this. how to find. Yeah. yeah it's, I, I believe in you. Go on your I mean, quest. Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, yeah I've heard very, I haven't seen it, but I've heard very good things. Strong from a from a uh, trusted source, as in my brother. Sketch, what are you gonna recommend? Are you are you sitting down for this? I am. Are you holding on to your socks? Is that a thing? Do you hold on to your socks? Because I'm gonna I knock will your socks hold off. Hold on to a butt. Okay, I'm gonna recommend a book. Holy shit! Yeah, you don't yeah, read. I don't, but I'm reading this. Reading for chumps. This book is called uh, "The Secret Lives of Color," and 
it is it is it has nothing to do with geeking out but i mean i'm just <laughs> thoroughly enjoying it because as you guys might know I, I i i dabble in the arts and i like art and i like art history and uh this book was written by acacia st Clair, and what she did was she um searched through history and historical documents and kind of uncovered the really fascinating history of color, specifically how humans have obtained color over the years and different how, pigments. yeah, different pigments and how um, different colors have traditionally been assigned to various things. Right. Like, for example, the fact that, like, we live in a society where pink is a girl's color and blue right. is a boy's color. But if we lived in Renaissance Italy, Blue was a very, very feminine, feminine color. color. Like, and so she she kind of dissects these um, differences over time. I find it. At I really red, find it. Red was at, at one point crushed garnet. I haven't gotten to the red chapter yet. Each okay. chapter is different color. That seems like. Um, um, well, one of the I I do know this. One of the um, most opulent colors and one of the most the the rarest colors to get was was which would eventually became royal purple which was right, royal yeah. purple because it was only worn by royalty, royalty because the only way you could manufacture this color was uh, a, a gland in a uh like a snail that only lived along the the coast of a very small portion of gray Britain. right and and it was incredibly painstaking to get, and so only the royals had this purple. Right. And so it's just it's a very it was, interesting it was rarer story. than gold. Yeah, and it was just a really yeah. interest. It's a really interesting. How do you history. even find? How do you even figure that out? And that's what's so like, fascinating to me about this. Who this, thought that to like cut open a snail yeah. gland? And there there were there were color merchants. How many? And I I'm like oh I missed my. Do you have to kill? Oh, and cut open. Oh, and when you read, um, how much? royal purple does that gland when produce? You, very little i mean you're talking thousands of snails right and and not even the snail a gland in their yeah you know that gland that you need so many to make anything of, of any substance holocaust and that's part of this that of what humans have done in pursuit of color and replicating colors that we can see obviously the colors that we can see have existed the same since the dawn of right. mankind, but our ability to replicate, replicate them successfully them. in art and products has changed drastically over the years. Sure. And this book, is, it just chronicles uh, mankind's journey through finding all of these different pigments and what it's done to our society and our economies and and how color has has become um, synonymous with a lot of language and symbols in our modern day. Sure. So if you're if you're interested, like I am, in in art history and symbolism and iconography, um, it's a real interesting read, and it's something I I really never even thought about, and I'm just fascinated by it. I mean, I'm so fascinated. I'm reading a book. A book. Shocking. There are no wizards. There's no X wings. No dragons. No pic. Wait. Yeah. No pictures. Wow. Each, each chapter, though, does start with a swatch of the color they're talking about. So that is helpful. Okay. Um, I just find it incredibly interesting. Obviously not for everybody. But if you're interested in the art world, I highly recommend The Secret Lives of Color by Cassia St. Clair. Okay. Really cool. Sketch, you going to take anything? Yes, I this? am. Without a doubt, I'm taking something from Willow. I'm taking this little satchel. Pixie Love Dust. Oh, dear God. Because you wow. never know. 
You never know when you're going to need it. You know? I can't think of a situation in which I would need that. Just, uh... I'm happily married. Watch your back. I might be sprinkling it oh, upon you one great. of these days. Not going to leave my my drink uncovered if, in the uh, anymore. Guys, if we ever have an episode where Shades is just alarmingly positive and loving, you'll, you'll know, know why. Happened. He yeah. got into my... He got into my pixie or, catnip. Or, or sketch dosed me. Yeah, I just needed to just for a, a yeah. break. Just a break. Yeah. I'm guessing I know the answer to this, but are you taking anything from Willow? I am. Oh. I am. I was not I expecting am, this. I uh, taking... The wand? I was going to take uh, the sword because I thought it was more significant than it actually was, but it was just a random sword that he picked up. Just a random sword. Just a random he had sword. a nice set of armor. That, he did that, have a nice set of armor, but I don't think it made it to armor. the end of the movie. Um, not in one You know piece. why? Because I took it. I'm taking the armor. All right, Chase took Great. the armor. Won't protect you against my pixie dust. Nope. Or brownie dust, I guess. Isn't it? I guess. Because they're not. Ugh. They're kind of pixies. I don't want your shit dust. Well, you know, it's, it's, I'm just spreading no. a little love. No, thank you. It was. Blast shield down. It was the most. No, I was going to say the most whimsical part of the movie, but nope. it wasn't. It was just weird. It was just bizarre. But I'm going to take it. <laughs> sure. Because you never know. Could you imagine, could you just imagine, like, super pop culture geek warrior with, like, lightsabers and, 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 and... Brownie dust! Everything, and also just a little packet of brownie dust. Jesus. Brownie dust sounds like a drug, actually. What is it? Brownie dust sounds like brownie a drug. Dust. It does. Like, the, the kind that, like, rots your, makes teeth fall out of your head? Hey, kid. Want some brownie you dust? You want any brownie dust? First, it's free. Is that what drug dealers still do? That's no what idea. Dare always told me. That is what Dare <laughs> always told me. The first Straight shit was. would be free. Um, oh man! But we didn't talk about brownie dust and Dare. We did not talk about brownie dust and Dare. That's why it's such an epidemic. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh man! I found my Dare gr- like graduation T-shirt recently. Yeah. And. Nothing. Oh, that's it. That's it. Wow. That's the end of my story. That was as abrupt as a transition in Willow. <laughs> there that, you go. Guys, if you haven't seen Willow, that's a great, that's a, that was a great example. <laughs> that was like a scene. <laughs> that was, Shades has actually done that a couple times this episode. You know, I really hated this movie. <laughs> scene. That's the scene right there. I don't think <laughs> I ever said I hated this movie. Dislike, strongly dislike. I, I don't know. Difficult. And there was a hard stop to the yeah. end of that statement. Um, and guys, hard stop. Literally put me to sleep more than once. I will admit, I fell asleep during one scene. Okay, then great. Okay, uh, but I was exhausted too. Because you know me, I don't typically fall asleep during media. I fell asleep and did not wake up. Oh wow! It put me to sleep. I sleep. I I fell asleep um, at like nine o'clock at night, which is late, but not the point of anywhere near me going yeah. to bed. I, I fell asleep at some point towards the middle. I, I, my wife said I didn't miss anything big. And it was honestly oh, like one, go back and watch it. one or two minutes. Because like, we were still in the same scene. We were like, <laughs> if we weren't in the same scene, I would have gone back. There's a glowing endorsement. But I we fell were, asleep, asleep for two minutes and we were in the same scene when I woke up. It was, um, and I didn't miss anything important. It was when she was a crow. It was when she was a crow. Um, so. Yeah. So Willow. There you go. There you listener go. request. Glowing we're endorsement ne- we're from never, Sketch. We're never getting another listener request. Never. Everyone's like, oh, keep my beloved childhood movies away from these two. <laughs> First Goonies, now Willow. What's oh next? God. The Light Bright movie? Was there a Light Bright movie? Oh, no. I'm thinking of, uh, what's the star? Rainbow Bright. Rainbow Bright. Rainbow Bright. That yeah. was, Light Bright was Not just a, like a, 
also a light box. Good. Yeah, light bright was just the light box. Yeah. Sketch. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it, guys. We'll, we'll see, see you, you next time. time. If you'd like to take a more active role in supporting geeking out, visit us at Patreon.com/shadesandsketch. Our website is shows.acast.com slash geeking out. You can email the show at go with shades and sketch at gmail.com or contact us through Facebook or Twitter. Geeking Out is a production of Tree Cave Creative LLC. All rights reserved 2020. Yeah.